Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in, so you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Okay, it's the Lombardi Line Week 9. Hope you're having a great weekend. I'm Patrick Maher live from the VSIN studios here at the South Point. Michael Lombardi hanging out in Jersey. He's got his whole fam down in Carolina as the Patriots are in town. But the big news, Michael, two is out now. Uh, it better should understand that quarterbacks move the line, and those are the big impact makers when it comes to line movement. You saw what happened with no uh, Aaron Rodgers in Kansas City tonight. That number moved all the way from 2.5 to 7.5. Now it's sitting 7. Tua doesn't really affect the number. I asked Thomas Gable, who runs the race and sports book over at the Borgata. He's got a one-point difference. That's not a big number. That's not a big change from a starter to a backup. One-point difference from Tua to Jacob. Kobe, your thoughts? Well, I mean, look, he's going to play against a team that plays a lot of Tampa, too, right? So Jacoby's practiced all week, uh, and the game plan's not going to change whether it was Tua or Jacoby. Tua's played well, you know, against some bad defenses through the last of the thing. But I think if you're the Texans, you're worried more about can he make, you're worried about the arm strength of Brissett and his ability to make plays down the field. The problem with Brissett is he doesn't make quick decisions. But against a team like Houston, where you know they're playing Tampa 2, where you know they're going to be in certain coverages, and you can predict their coverage by for your formations, the ball should come out of his hand. I, I would expect, to me, this is an overreaction towards Houston. I really do. 
because I think the Houston team that Tyrod played for at the beginning of the year is way different than the Houston team now. You know, it's a different team. That offensive line is way different. And so I know Davis Mills didn't play well, and Tyrod will play better. But I do think that this Miami defensive front will create some problems. And if they get any play out of their corners, Xavier Howard, Byron Jones, especially against Brandon Cooks, who they should double the entire game, where's the ball going? How are they going to make plays? So, you know, I, I, still like, I still like Miami in the game. I know everybody's running towards Houston, but I can't run towards Houston because Houston's still, you know, a, a bad team. I mean, they have not played well, and that offensive line has gone from being adequate to really bad over the course of the season. How and ba- their defensive front. Yeah. And how bad? The, the, the Dolphins and Texans, just how bad, Michael? The Dolphins rank 30th in yards per game and dead last in yards allowed. But the Texans, they're 31st in yards per game and 30th in yards allowed. These are two horrible defenses, either way, excuse me, horrible teams on both sides. Yeah, no doubt. And, and look, you, you know, I, I think this. I, I think that when you just – I know that Miami, because they don't have – you know, when you look at Miami, they won't have uh, Parker. He's out for the game. But they have some skill players. I mean, they have some skill. You know, they, they can move the football a little bit. And you, people say, well, you know, Tua played really good the last couple of weeks. Well, he threw for a buck 94 against Pittsburgh, turned the ball over two times. He's turned the ball over five times in the last four weeks. In the last three weeks, I mean, you know, since he's returned, his turnover, the turnovers have come back. And the problem is last year we saw the Miami Dolphins create turnovers left and right, which is one of the reasons why they won. I, I think this is a game, you know, I, I think Miami hit rock bottom last week. I don't think Houston's very good. But I do think Miami's better than Houston. The Dolphins and Texans both come into this matchup on seven-game losing streaks. The Dolphins have failed to cover in five straight games. If you're headed to Hard Rock today, you are a ride or die. I mean, what are you doing with your life? Let's be fair. Where are you, where are you going? Yeah, I mean, you want to see Tyrod? I mean, you want to see? Yeah. I mean, look, you love your Dolphins. You love football. But you can also, you know, why not sit in the in the bar there and watch all the games and you still be at the game? I mean, you paid for the tickets. You might as well go, right, Patrick? If not now, when? <laughs> Which is, I mean, people, human beings are fascinating. You, you are a ride or die if you're headed to this one. But I, God bless you. Uh, okay, so, and also let's remember, this also has to do with another quarterback. That number budged off the seven when Tyrod Taylor was announced as a starter as well. So yeah. that's something to note as well. Coming and, into and once again, once again, you know, Circa's done a remarkable job. I was talking about the beginning of the show how this was the one line that they didn't get right and now on Sunday it looks like they got it dead right yep nailed it and again Thomas Gable who runs the race in sportsbook over at the Borgata he said I've got a one point difference essentially with my my power rankings between Tua and Jacoby so as Michael said maybe an overreaction because you can see Michael everybody fell off the five five and a half it's now four four and a half so really just the yeah. adjustment the, the market is right where Thomas is Right. And, and I mean, look, Tua threw the ball really well against Jacksonville. You know, they had 431 yards in that game against Atlanta. They threw the ball. They had a chance to beat Atlanta. They lost. They had a chance to beat Jacksonville. Lost. I mean, they've been in games. You know, the Buffalo game was a lot closer than a 26-11, partly because of the way they play defense. 
And since the Tampa game, and really since the Tampa game, they've played better defense. they got to create some turnovers today if they're going to win the game. Let's go through the hev- most heavily bet games on the board. Uh, the second one, as a tease, we're going to get to is Minnesota and Baltimore, which we haven't touched on today. Bateman's going to be in for Baltimore. We'll start with Denver. and Michael, that, that game is getting freaking hammered. Denver and yeah. Dallas. This is wild. It's up to 10. It's sitting 10 with Dallas laying it. Are you surprised that's the most heavily bet game right now? No, because I think you know Dallas is seven and zero against the spread. Does anybody is anybody betting that 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 they're go, Denver's going to win? Absolutely not. But I think what people are betting on is a letdown. They're betting on the Dallas is going to not be able to be at their peak of their game. And yes, Dak's going to play, and you know, and all that. But I think sometimes when you wave a player like Von Miller, you trade a player, it kind of unifies the team a little bit, you know, where everybody talks about how you're giving up. This is an opportunity. Look, I think you can move the ball in spite of what Minnesota did last week. You can move the ball on Dallas. And Denver has weapons. Why they throw the ball short of the third down sticks, I can't answer that. You know, why they don't work the ball down the field. But Teddy, as a dog, we know Teddy Bridgewater as a dog is a pretty good bet. And to get 10 points in Teddy Bridgewater, I'm not saying he's going to win the game, but I think people see that as a pretty good opportunity. And look, they're not getting the the money. I mean, the money is really remarkable how how it is. And, you know, I would think more people would be on Dallas because Dallas is going to score in the 30s. And can we really think Denver's going to score in the 20s? We'll see. Obligatory Teddy Bridgewater stats coming up in three, two. Teddy is 18, 18 and three against the spread in his career as a road dog. He's seven and one ATS in his career when an underdog of a touchdown or more. The, the, the Teddy stats don't stop. They don't quit. They just this the way it is. They, they just they, they, no. I mean, he, he, he look. He's earned that right to read those stats. He's earned it. You know. I mean, <laughs> I got he's you. earned it. He's he's made money for folks. I mean, Teddy's done made money. Let's be he's fair. He's been signing checks. He's been signing checks. Give him credit. Let's be fair. Also, do theory ATS undefeated for the Dallas Cowboys. Maybe they come back to earth. Uh, do theory. I'm 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 shiting. That is uh, it's it's what gamblers have fun with. Are you surprised? I know you. I know you're in charge of asking. The questions, Thank but you. let me ask you a question. Uh, are you surprised people are betting Jacksonville to the level that they're betting them? I mean, Jacksonville only has 24% of the tickets in their game, and yet they got 56% of the money, and the line is rising. The number opened 14, 14 Buffalo at Jacksonville. It's up to 14 and a half everywhere. But people are betting Jacksonville. Like I don't know how I could. I, how could you bet Jacksonville? It's an up down league, and they couldn't be more down than what happened in Seattle last year. So maybe they expect the bounce back coming home. That was to me one of the most disappointing efforts. Uh, coming off the win and time off for Jacksonville, headed to Seattle, they couldn't have played worse last week, Michael. They couldn't have, and Buffalo didn't play well offensively last week. I mean, it's 26-11 to 11 the final. They cover, right? But the, it took a last-second touchdown, and really they could have kneeled it down and not scored a touchdown. They covered for a lot of folks who bet Buffalo, right? And so Buffalo did not play well. Josh Allen didn't play well. He played well later in the game. But this is a really bad defense on Jacksonville, a really bad defense. And I don't think they have any chance to slow Buffalo down unless Buffalo turns the ball over. I don't know why. At 14 and a half, I know you're vulnerable to the backdoor cover. I get that. But one thing we've seen in the National Football League this year is the bad teams haven't been able to cover. 
I mean, the bad offenses, the bad, just the bad teams in general. I don't think Buffalo will stop scoring in this game. And with Mitchell Trubisky out and now Davis Webb coming in as the backup quarterback, I think Allen will play all the way through the game, even if they have the lead. Buffalo has the best cover margin in all of football. Great job, Michael. They've covered games by an average of plus 9.6 points. So that's what you need. They just, when they cover, they cover. And how bad are the Jags? Uh, worst pass defense. Uh, opponent quarterbacks are completing 74% of their passes. Yeah, and I think this is the time to get well. I mean, Buffalo will play. Uh, Buffalo didn't play well. Look, I think this: when you don't play well as a team, and you're the head coach, and you still win the game, your your message is a lot resonates quickly. Now, I know it's probably hard to get the play. We're only playing Buffalo. We're playing Jacksonville. They're no good. But I think this is a really important game for Buffalo's offense more than anything. Good news for Urban back in Jacksonville. Yeah. The phone recalibrates with Tinder. You feel me? Anyway, I was just playing. That's uh, that's not fair. That's not fair. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. I had to go. I mean, stop. He did it to himself. I didn't do anything. Uh, okay, so that number, yeah, 14 and a half. Uh, Jackson, I, you're right. I mean, I'm surprised they are getting back Jacksonville, uh, but we have I, seen that number. I mean, there's just a lot of love for him. Again, once again, I think this proves the theory, something that I have to kind of get as somebody who's never really understood the best market until I started here at VEASAN is you've got to get past the, the teams and just look at the numbers. And people just look at numbers. At 14 and a half, that number may be too tempting, regardless if there's Coke machines playing on the other side. You know, and for me, I'm, I'm, I never see Coke machines. I see players. And so, you know, that's one of the reasons why I think, you know, I, I couldn't I, I think the Chargers, I would have a hard time playing them today because there are injuries in their secondary, and I know Jalen Hurts doesn't throw the ball well, and I know the, the Eagle offense isn't great, but I have a hard time playing it because of that secondary. Of course, we always hear Vinny, and all, they say professional bettors don't bet teams, they bet numbers. That's the axiom, yep. right? So yep. we didn't get to Minnesota-Baltimore. I do want to touch on that, but coming up, what you do have is you have a formula that creates incredibly tight and incredibly good numbers. Coming up next, I want to get to your numbers. We'll juxtapose those with the market, okay? So you ready to go with every number you that you calculated this week? And we'll see how it compares. What we're looking for is what Michael calls wiggle, or a little chasm between the number and the number posted, and we let you know if you should fire or not on these games, okay? We continue here on the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. It's a big week nine, a lot of action going on. We'll come back with Michael's numbers next here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not, never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament? Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But, like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That could, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was – Creighton is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. that. Like, that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a, is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of the Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you, you telling me? You've seen the whole time. 
And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All my friends love it. I love that it's kids-safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! (laughs) Download the Zigazoo app today. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, first bet wants you to get in all the horse racing action. Sign up today. Promo code Vegas1000. Receive 10 bucks instantly and get up to $1,000 bonus. Visit vcin.com slash horses for details. Use the bonus code Vegas1000. You've got the buy teams. you got the Lions, the Seahawks, the Bucks, and the WFT on buy as we get you back here on the Lombardi line. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point. Michael Lombardi there in Jersey. So here's uh, this is my favorite new segment, and we got to get to every game. So what we're going to do is I'm going to give you where the market is on the game, and then you give me the Lombardi line. You give me the Lombardi number. You ready to go? Got it. Let's do it. Yep. Houston's at Miami. Two is out. Brissett in. Taylor in. So that's going to change some things. Okay. So just to beware. Uh, I got four and a half with Miami laying it. You know, I had 3.18 on my number. And I, I really, to me, both teams are so bad. I don't care who's playing quarterback for either team. I think that's the number. If I do anything, I should bet Houston in this game based on my number. Uh, I don't lean towards Houston because they're so bad. But because uh, the one thing I think that's been hard for me with my numbers is handicapping bad. How bad? Because it only goes to 32, right? Yep. You can't go any further than 32. So it's hard to handicap bad. My numbers, my number would be 3-1 for this game. Okay. The greatest d- difference between the market and Michael's number, that wiggle, as he calls it, or chasm, that's when you fire. Denver at Dallas. Dallas is 10. What's the Lombardi line? I had it at 8.56. And uh, so to me, it's a Denver play all the way. I think there's enough wiggle room in this game to want to do it. 
and you feel like, and then you add the flavor in, the Teddy Bridgewater, the stats, I think that tends a lot here in this game. Even though I don't think Denver's a great team, 8.56 was my number. It opened up. What did it open up? It opened up at 8.5, right? You, you're, it opened up exactly on your number. Right. Okay. The Minnesota-Baltimore game is Baltimore Lane 6. We did not talk much about this game. This is a fascinating game. This is Minnesota's season here, right? I had this game as a 4.18 game. Now, the line's been at 6 all week long, and it hasn't moved. If I play this, I've got to play Minnesota. It's a good wiggle room move to play. I like Minnesota in the game. Baltimore's 3-0 and when they lose before a bye with John Harbaugh over the last six seasons. They don't always cover, but they win. So, uh, to me, Minnesota should be able to move the ball on a Baltimore secondary. There's a report out today that they tried to trade for Xavier Howard during the bye, during their bye week. I could see it. Their corner situation in Baltimore is not good. And if you can pass protect, you're going to move the football on them. I mean, we saw Cincinnati put 500 yards on them. We saw Indianapolis move the football on them. We did not see the Chargers move the ball on them. I think Minnesota will. I think this is a field goal game, Patrick. Okay. Wonderful. New England, careful now. New England at Carolina. New England is yeah. three and a half. What's the Lombardi line? The, the gratitude bowl, because I am very grateful for both of them to be in this game. And it's a very proud Millie and I as parents uh, to watch your sons uh, do what they love to do in a game. Uh, my line was 375. <clears throat> And it's, you know, the line's a three and a half. So it would be a no play for me, but it was always going to be a John Oates play for me. <laughs> no can do. You no can't can do, do You can't. <laughs> hey, by the way, Dad, good job with the gratitude bowl. That was well put. I like that. <laughs> Buffalo, Jacksonville. We, we, stay, we get off that game quickly. Buffalo's at Jacksonville. The number, well, the market's got it 14 and a half. What's the Lombardi line on that one? I had it at 16.8, you know, and it was, I, I had it, I, I, what is it, I, I, I put it in the contest, I think the contest has it at 15, you know, uh, so what I always do is I put the contest numbers in my numbers just because they're kind of consistent, and, and I, every day I'd be changing the variables, Sunday I, I should re, really update it, but I have it at 16.8, to me this is a Buffalo play all the way, I don't see it with Jacksonville, maybe they backdoor cover, but unless Buffalo doesn't bring their A game, they should be able to move the ball and score 30-some points. And I think the pressure of, of what B- Buffalo does defensively is going to give Trevor Lawrence some issue. Stephen Bond smiles. He, he's a Buffalo fan. He thinks he's Thurman Thomas behind the glass. Let's go Cleveland, at, go. <laughs> Cleveland at Cincinnati. The market's got Cincinnati lane, too. What is the Lombardi line? I had a 3.125, you know, and it, it, to me, it's a it's a close game. You know, both teams and their power rankings to me, and that number only is there because of home field advantage, which I don't know if there is one in Cincinnati. I lean Cleveland here because they are very close. And I do think getting rid of Odell is going to be a benefit for the Browns. They don't have to deal with it. And I think Nick Chubb's going to be the difference in the game. Addition by subtraction. How about Vegas at the Giants? Vegas is laying three right now, although it's headed to two and a half. What's the Lombardi line? I had this at 4.625. I was surprised this line was as tight. I mean, look, the Vegas numbers are really good. You know, they're not great on defense, but their offensive numbers are really good. Now, without Ruggs, is almost 20 yards a catch. I think that's going to affect them. But I had it at 4.625. If I played anybody, it would have to be the wiggle room was 3.45. And that wiggle room is the calculation based on the number and my number. And so when you get a fairly big number like that, you've got to play it. Okay. Atlanta's at New Orleans. It's, it's 
it was seven, and now it's six and a half with New Orleans laying it with Simeon. Where's the Lombardi line? Well, I had it at 9.06, so this is one of those you just don't count because all the numbers into New Orleans are based on other quarterbacks. So the, the, it's a little bit of a misleading number, yep. right? So, you know, you're going to have to handicap that. Probably should be down more towards around the seven area. This would be a, a, a no play, but with Simeon, if you want to, me, it's an Atlanta play. Okay, this is fascinating. We're officially at a pick em in Philly. The Chargers at Philly, it's a, that, that number's stale now, one and a half. It's a pick em everywhere. Where are you? Uh, I, I, this number should have been just where it opened, 262. I had it as the Chargers as 262 favorite. You know, and I think they'll move the football today. I think this is one of those where, you know, the, the, the Eagles have had momentum all week long on them. And I think a lot of it has to do with the Charger injury situation. So for me, I would be on the Chargers in this game if I played it. I don't like it because, again, I don't see Coke machine or numbers. I see the personnel, and I worry about their secondary holding up in this game. Okay, I heard Matt say it's still one and a half at South Point. It's, it's a pick em everywhere else. So just that, that gives you a good idea of shopping for the best number. Let's go Green Bay, Kansas City. So this number, Michael, I understand you could be a little off here, but Kansas City's Way seven. off on this number. Way off on the. I mean, this, I, I, to me, this number, Green Bay should open up as the favorite. Right? And then when the Rodgers news broke, which they didn't, I think they opened up as a two and a half point dog. And then when the Rodgers news broke, it went crazy. Now, maybe it opened up it pick them in some places, but I think it was two and a half. Because when I first saw it Sunday night or Monday morning, I'm like, oh, my God, how can Kansas City be favored in this game? And then it flipped with the Rodgers news. To me, I had Green Bay as a 4.6. Again, it's Rodgers. So to me, don't take my number and bet anything at all with it based on, on, on what we're saying. Okay. Arizona, San Francisco. The market says three and a half. What does Lombardi say? Uh, I, well, this one I had to play Arizona all the way at 8.8. .8. I thought this oh, game wow. should have been more. Now, look, my number in this game is really is it doesn't take into account, you know, the betting side, what side of the number, you know, because where are you going to get? I don't need action on both sides, right? You know, <laughs> I don't need action on both sides. So, but again, I don't think Murray's going to play. I think that's why this number comes down. So for me, this was the wiggle room, a huge wiggle room. But the wiggle room's based on Murray being 100%, not based on Colt McCoy. Again, a John Oates play. No can do. Numbers move six points, six and a half from three all the way up to three and a half through zero. Tennessee at the Rams. The number is seven, seven and a half now. What's the Lombardi line on this one? Seven, six, two. This would be an automatic Ram play for me. Uh, you know, just because I think that we're going to see the Titans numbers start to trend the other way now. And I think the Rams will be able to throw the football effectively on them if they can protect. Note Bloom actually has done a decent job at left tackle. Whitworth may be back today. So to me, Stafford, they say he's healthy. I think this is a good play for the Rams. The wiggle room in this game, you know, was really smaller. But the only reason it's smaller is because Henry's numbers are all in Tennessee. I think if we took Henry's numbers out, it would be definitely a play. It was a little wiggle room with Henry in it. Okay, the, Monday night, Chicago-Pittsburgh, the number is six and a half. No need to – we'll talk about this tomorrow. What's your number? Because I want to ask you another question before the break. Six two five. Okay, so your number is exactly where it sits. Minnesota-Baltimore, let's circle back. I want to get a minute or and a half of your thoughts on this game. Uh, I'm just going to leave it to you. It is fascinating. What do you got, Minnesota-Baltimore, here? 
Well, I, I think this is a fascinating game, right? I think Minnesota, this is their season. I know Danielle Hunter's not going to play. I think Everson Griffin's played well. Baltimore's offensive line has not played well. You know, with Ronnie Stanley being out, they've got a lot of moving parts. Minnesota can take advantage. I think they've got to do a really good job against Lamar Jackson understand how to handle them. I think that they can move the football on them. I really do. If they protect well, if they protect well against Baltimore, Baltimore's not the same team defensively that we're used to. You know, they they have to rely on pressure and they can't get there all the time. I think this is a field goal game. Go with Tucker, the greatest. They have the advantage, Tucker over Joseph. I think it's a three-point game. I really do. Interesting. So play the Vikings uh, right now, the number six. And as far as the total, all three of Minnesota's road games have gone over that posted total. Humphrey had a terrible game last week. Here comes Jefferson and Thielen. This is interesting, right? Yeah, no. I mean, look, they can move the ball. Plus, they'll go after Avert. They don't have corners on, on Baltimore. And if they can't get pressure, and if you understand how to protect their blitzes, which Clint Kubiak has to do, I think they can throw the football effectively on them. Trend to the over, 49-and-a-half opener. We're up to 51 in Baltimore with the Vikings in town. That was the Lombardi line on the Lombardi line. Next, we head to the Borgata talk to Thomas Gable. to the cadre over there at vcin.com prop tracker yep now available vcin.com keep up with the nfl props head to vcin.com to get current odds as well as the movement each week to follow the trends and find the best value track the odds for the mvp head coach rookie of the year and more check out prop tracker betting splits key trends and matchups data for every game at vcin.com slash nfl lombardi line Presented by BetMGM, I'm Patrick Marr, starting to fill up behind me, as you can see at the South Point here, filling up in Michael's hey Patrick? Yeah, please. Uh, just real, real quick before we bring Thomas in, uh, Harrison Smith will miss the game today. He failed the COVID test. I think there's a lot of COVID running through the Vikings right now. So careful with that Viking pick here. Uh, you just never know right now. I mean, they've lost two offensive linemen, and, and they also don't have uh, Harrison Smith, which is critical in terms of getting their defense aligned and dealing with an option quarterback like Lamar and getting everybody in place and a guy who can tackle in the open field. Be real careful here. COVID rampant in, in Minnesota. I know it's in division, but if they're looking for medical advice, they could contact Dr. Aaron Rodgers. Uh, let's yes, move on could. to the Borgata, and that is no need to get you in trouble. Let's move on to uh, our buddy, Thomas Gable, who had a busy day yesterday at the Borgata, all the way late night into the fights. TG joins us. Hi, Thomas. How are you? Doing well. Little. Uh, I'm just glad it was uh, daylight savings time uh, yesterday, so we got that extra hour. <laughs> How are you feeling, man? Are you tired? Yeah, a little tired this morning, but not too bad. We're ready to go. How was yesterday? Did it go well? Yeah, I mean, the Breeders' Cup, I was really happy with uh, with the results from that. Uh, we basically equaled what we did in 2019, which is what I was hoping for, um, you know, because it kind of shows us business was back to uh, yeah. to normal in, in regards to that. So we did, we did the number I was hoping for there. Uh, college football lost a little bit, um, had a great day in NBA, and uh, UFC was a little bit of a wash there. Um, but a lot of action on the UFC card last night, a lot of action. Okay, most tickets written for Thomas at the Borgata. We love to get the regional take. The first one up, 
Chargers, Eagles. I see everybody at a pick them. What's going on with this number? <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's pick here now as well. So uh, this game, Chargers opened up as a three-point favorite. Now is down the pick. And, you know, the even when uh, you could take the points with the Eagles, they weren't they weren't taking the points. We were still getting Eagles money line money. Now you can't. Uh, there's no money line on the game. But um, <clears throat> this is a game here where, again, I just think there's this. I don't know why, but there seems to be this higher level of. Uh, liking of the Eagles, and I don't understand it. I just don't believe they're as good as necessarily the market is saying that they are. And, you know, we saw that what they did last week, they got to run the ball for the first time, or the first time that they tried it all year, and it worked, of course, against Detroit. But um, that's the part of the game in uh, on the defensive side that the Chargers are susceptible to, is uh, giving up the run. But uh, I I really worry that the Eagles' defense is going to hold up here against Justin Herbert, and the Eagles are probably going to then, if they get from get behind, they're going to have to start uh, passing the ball again, and uh, we haven't seen them be very successful with that this year. Well, I mean, you know, let's face it, Thomas. I mean, uh, everybody's planted their flowers. They're growing. The roots have taken hold in Philadelphia, <laughs> and course. you know, and everything, yeah. everything is everything's in, in in harmony. I mean, they had one good defensive outing against us. It's going to be interesting to see how they approach Justin Herbert and how they play him. Do they play their, their soft coverage like they have? Do they engage in a man-to-man? And do they take away Mike Williams? To me, the Chargers struggle when you limit Mike Williams. When you say to him, look, Michael, you're not going to have any plays down the field. You're going to have whatever New England had. I think he had two catches for 16 yards in that game. Baltimore limited him too. You know, give, give Keenan Allen all what he wants. Let Jared Cook catch whatever he needs. But we're not giving up big plays. That has not been the style of defense. Eagles have played this year. Hey guys, it all makes sense. Sirianni, Botany. Sirianni, yep. Botany. Uh, by the yeah. way, I don't know if this is at your <laughs> shop, uh, Thomas Gable. Huge, our own Ben Fox reporting. Huge bet on the Rams came in at Bet MGM. Six hundred and fifty thousand dollars on the Rams minus three twenty-five versus the Titans. Your reaction, Thomas? Uh, not surprising. The uh, the Rams are have been getting bet all week. Uh, they open as six-point favorites. Now it's up to seven, but the seven is juiced. So <clears throat> when you when you really look at this game, I mean, it, it comes down to this is the first game that the Titans have without Derrick Henry, and we know that their entire offense is built around Derrick Henry. So what is Henry really worth to the number? We touched on this, I think, on Monday when we talked a little bit about it when the, the Henry news broke. Henry's one of those few skill position players when he is not on the field or not available that he he does move the number slightly. Normally it's quarterbacks. Henry, though, is one of those handful of guys in the league who's worth, you know, I, I put him at like basically just under two points, but, you know, anywhere from one and a half to two points, you know, him, Tyree Kill, somebody like that, uh, who, who does move the number when they're not there because he's such an intricate part of that Titans offense. So not surprising. We've seen the move here, and people are continuing to bet the Rams. Uh, 
you know, I don't know how the Titans are going to do defensively here in this one, uh, going up against the uh, – if they're going to be able to stop the Rams. But I think the bigger issue is really to see how they respond offensively now without Henry. Michael, quickly, J- uh, running back James Robinson officially out for the Jags today. Yeah, you know, this – again, I mean, he was rumored not to play all week long. One of the other reasons why I liked it, I mean, Carlos Hyde will have to fit in, but Robinson's a really good player, and they don't – obviously they get behind in games, and it's hard for him to run. But this is a significant injury for them offensively. Okay, Packers Chiefs, that's next up for you, Thomas Gable at the Borgata. Yeah, so this uh, obviously affected by the Aaron Rodgers news. Chiefs open two-and-a-half-point favorites here. Uh, was bet down to pick them, and then the Rodgers news hit and uh, reopened at uh, seven-and-a-half, now back down to seven. But um, we were taking so much Packers money in the beginning of the week. We still have uh, – majority of money and tickets on the Packers. Uh, So right now it looks like we we may need the Chiefs to cover this, but uh, we'll see. I mean, that's a later game on the slate today, so we'll see uh, how that goes as the money comes in today. Um, The the Chiefs, of course, they lead the NFL 19 um, turnovers this year. Three more than they had all last season. The defense has looked slightly better the last couple weeks, but uh, really this is this all comes down to uh, what you think Jordan Love is going to do, what you think he's worth to that number. Is he worth the seven points? That's where I had it uh, between him and Rodgers, the difference. So uh, right now I think you're going to see some uh, – continue to see some Green Bay money here, and it – seems like the market is sort of respecting that, that seven, seven and a half point number there for, for love. Needing the Chiefs to cover at home, I hope you brought your rosary and I hope you're religious, Thomas. <laughs> yeah, that's my first reaction too, Patrick. That was my first reaction too, Patrick. I was like, oh my gosh, you know, that's a hard one right there. They generally don't cover. They're one and nine. Or I think their last ten at home. ATS Titans Rams. That's the next one. We, t- we touched on it briefly. Where are you sitting on that one, TG? Yes, yeah, so again, the, the seven is juiced here for the Rams. Uh, you're going to be paying a dollar twenty. Uh, so basically, it's going to be moving between seven, seven and a half. Seventy-eight percent of the tickets, eighty-nine percent of the money is on the Rams here uh, in that nightcap tonight. And uh, you know, again, that's that's one of the more heavily bet games here already. And it's it's a late one. Typically, you don't see that uh, where. You know, there's kind of this slow build up to that night game, but uh, that's one of the more heavily bet games right out of the shoot here. And last one, Cardinals 49ers. We've seen a huge move here, TG. Yeah, big one. Of course, this is all uh, predicated on on Kyler Murray. Uh, Murray will be, I guess, a, a game time decision based on how he looks at warm ups. The same with uh, with Hopkins there. Cardinals open as two point favorites, and now the Niners are three and a half point favorites. Totals forty five and a half. And again, uh, we'll see here. This number is going to obviously you'll see a kind of a late move depending if uh, Murray's a go. But uh, you know the, the drop off between him and, and Colt McCoy, I, I put it at about five points, and that's kind of where you've seen it. You've seen the market move five and a half uh, already now, as it, basically it's all pointing towards Murray, uh, or at least they're expecting him not to play. Or and he's definitely not going to be 100 percent if he does play. 
Okay, Christian McCaffrey active. That's popping up on the screen, but you just said it uh, in, in the game there, San Francisco. It looks like Murray won't play. And, Michael, uh, you're expecting Hopkins to give, give a go, right? I mean, he's always typically done this. I mean, it rarely does he not does he not play. I mean, he always try. I mean, he put himself back in the game the other day. Uh, I mean, I'm sure he'll try to go. AJ Green be it. I mean, if they don't have AJ Green and they don't have Hopkins and Colt McCoy's the quarterback, you can see why the line's moving. The very best in the business is Thomas Gable, who runs the race and sports book at the Borgata. He's a friend. He's uh, he's great. Thank you, Thomas. Appreciate you. Thank right, you, thanks, Thomas. Guys. He's a monster. You know why I know this? He doesn't even drink caffeine. He's just, what? like, what's life about? No stimulation at all? We come back, get stimulated. We're getting leans from Michael Lombardi. Josh is going to join as well as we run the board here on the Lombardi line. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my game. <laughs> Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids. But I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, today, any NFL team scores a touchdown. You're a new customer at BetMGM and you place a $10 money line wager, you're going to win $200 paid for in free bets. It's the best deal going, and it's BetMGM, the king of sports books. So, again, use the bonus code VSIN200, VSIN200, win 200 bucks if any team scores a touchdown. 1 800 Gambler if you have an issue. Michael, you'll, you'll, you'll get a kick out of this. I keep on getting texts from people like, oh, at least the Lions are on a bye. Being a Lions fan is <laughs> like caring about the Chester Arthur presidency. It's completely irrelevant at this point, right? I mean, like, yeah. why do well, I care if the Lions are playing, not playing, winning? I mean, it's just, what's the point at this point, right? It, uh, they're, resting, they're resting their kneecaps. They're getting ready to make that second half charge, Patrick. When a coach you know? starts off with cannibalism, you're probably going to have some issues. We continue. <laughs> it is, that's Michael Lombardi. I'm Patrick Maher. Josh joins us now. You ready to run the board, boys? Let's get it going as we uh, fire up the board. We're going to run from the top. Is there anything that happened during the break? There's, it feels like breaking news all over the place. Mainly, I would say, Michael, we could start with this game, is that essentially we're at a pick in Philly with the Chargers. What's your lean? I mean, literally, it's remarkable how this momentum has carried all the way through. I like the Chargers. I wouldn't play it. I lean towards the Chargers only because of my numbers. But to me, there's something fishy going on here. There's no doubt. And the secondary, the injuries of the Chargers really bother me. But I'm concerned about, and I would be concerned about their secondary. But once again, the Eagles don't throw the ball. And, I, and you know, the Eagles ran the ball last week. I don't know if they're going to run it this week. Josh, I, here's what I do know. If the number's moving like that, Josh is on the Eagles. I am on the Eagles. Me, Robert De Niro, Bradley Cooper. We got Silver Linings playbook. We got our, our juju going. A lot of movement here toward the Eagles, guys. You mentioned it again. Opening plus three. We're showing one on our board. It's getting down to a pick em. I'd go money line at this point, guys. Eagles just to win the game. Again, I think this uh, big story, and Michael kind of uh, you know uh, mentioned it as well, the injuries here to the secondary of the Chargers. I think you want to make Jalen Hurts look better. Losing two of your uh, top cornerbacks, one of your safeties. And again, dogs off a blowout, 20 points or more. Six and one ATS uh, this year. 17 and seven ATS last two years. I'll take the Eagles here on the money line to win the game. Okay, we'll go back to the top here and get the leans. And as we do, we'll get Michael's three plays in as well. Houston, Miami, Michael, it's it's four everywhere. Miami's lane four. You're lean. I'm going to lean towards Miami. I just don't think Houston's very good right now. I mean, they're bad, and I think their secondary has has had problems. They're a zone team. I do think Brissett will have experience playing against the Tampa system, and I think they can move the football on them. I think this is a desperate situation. I mean, the last thing you want to do in year three of your program is lose to the Houston Texans. I think Brian Flores needs to win badly. Josh, what do you got here? I'll take the points with Houston. I mean, you really want to jump on them a little bit earlier here, but one thing we did notice, you know, with Tyrod in and now Tua out, uh, that line shot down. At one point, it was seven, six and a half, six, five and a half. Really uh, further movement toward the Texans, but really on our board, we're showing four and a half. As you mentioned, Patrick, down to four. So with that, you know, uh, news of Tua being out, and, and uh, obviously we knew Taylor would be good to go. I think losing the hook on the four and a half was meaningful. Again, you could get a tease up to ten and a half, but I'll take the Texans. I keep going back to the stat: two bad teams win percentage of two fifty or less. Take the dog, almost sixty percent ATS last decade. Okay, next one up is Denver catching ten at Dallas. This is an official play for you, Michael Lombardi. Yeah, I'm going to take the Broncos in the ten. I'm going to go with Teddy Two Gloves and see if he can just keep the backdoor cover. You know, Steele, the former right tackle, will now play left tackle. Tyrod Smith is not going to play left tackle today for the Cowboys. 
was, I think that does affect them. That puts Collins in at right tackle, but I do think it affects them at left tackle. We shall see. I think they'll cover. This will be a backdoor cover is what I'm hoping for. Okay, that's an official play. Denver catching 10 for Michael Lombardi. Josh, where are you? I actually kind of like the Cowboys when they were nine and a half or less. Now that they're at 10, I don't love it as much, but I will lay with the Cowboys, guys. It's just tough for me with the Broncos. You watch this team. How are they going to keep up with this offense of the Cowboys? Dak is good to go. Uh, you got a team with Denver. You know, it was hard to crack 20 points each game. I just think the offense is going to be too much. And if you look at these non-conference uh, favorites, 57% ATS this year, double-digit favorites, 60% ATS. I'll lay with the Cowboys, even though I don't love it. Okay, big move in Baltimore. It was six. It's now seven everywhere. I don't know what's going. if yeah. something happened here. The Co- it's the COVID, Patrick. Okay, gotcha. I talked about it earlier. It's on the COVID. You know, I'm going to take Baltimore here. I, as much as I wanted my numbers say take Minnesota, I think COVID's going to run through this Viking team. I think it's a problem. Okay, lay it with Baltimore. Josh, where are you? Yeah, tough for me on this one, guys. You know, you look at Baltimore, they are coming off a bye. That's something we always look toward. Uh, favorites off a bye, about 58% ATS last decade. But now that it's at the key number of seven, I'm starting to see some buyback plus seven, minus 115 to the Vikings. I'll take the Vikings in the points. Uh, maybe Cousins can score enough to keep this within a touchdown. Okay, I'm going to save the next game on the board to finish with. Next up is Buffalo and Jacksonville. Uh, Jacksonville is catching 14 and, a point, 14 and a half at home, Michael. I'm going to take Buffalo here. I think, you know, my numbers say take Buffalo. James Robinson out for the for the Jaguars. I think Buffalo will put 30-some points on them. I think it's going to be hard for Jacksonville to stay close. Okay, Josh. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to take the Jaguars, you know, and you feel dirty about this one, there are reasons to like the Jags. You kind of have some line freeze action. Any, you know, any 15s or, you know, 14 and a half is kind of trending back down to Jacksonville. They're super contrarian. Well, that being said, guys, this is, uh, again, John Oates played for me. I can't touch this one. I'd lean with Michael on the Bills out of principle. It's just really hard to put any of your hard-earned money behind the Jaguars. Cincinnati's lane two hosting Cleveland. This is an official Michael Lombardi play with... I like Cleveland. I think Cleveland's the desperate team here, and I think they've got to play really well. I think Odell out of their hair. I think their defense needs to step up, and I think this defensive front should be able to dominate a bad Cincinnati offensive line. Josh? Scott Novak ball here for Michael. Going to drive him crazy, hopefully, in our benefit. He's about 60% to road teams. You saw that go three down to two. Great teaser spot. Browns take him up to eight, but I like the Browns getting points here, uh, especially after that Bengals loss, bad loss to the Jets. Michael, Vegas is laying three at the Giants. What do you got? I'm going to go with my numbers and take Vegas and, and lay the three. Josh? I'll take the plus three. I like that it's kind of juiced up toward the G-men side, even though a really popular play to the Vegas Raiders. Also, can they keep winning and, and covering despite all these uh, issues off field? I don't know. I think it's a tough spot. I'll take G-men plus three. New Orleans is laying six and a half or seven. This is an official play, Michael. You got Atlanta here. I think these these games typically are close. I think Atlanta, you know, uh, will understand how to play Dennis Allen. I just don't think that the Saints have enough juice to really beat anybody by a tie. I think it'll be a close game. I think the Saints win. I'll take the Falcons and the points. Josh? I'm with Michael on this one. Divisional dog, road dog. Uh, this thing got to seven, and you had buyback down to six and a half. Shop around, you may be able to find a seven. But divisional angle, laying a, a you know seven with Simeon, I don't know about that. I'll take Atlanta and go with Michael on that one. Green Bay's at Kansas City. Heard about it. Kansas City's lane yeah. seven. I'm going to take Kansas City here. I, I just, just on principle, I just don't see how Jordan Love's going to go in there. I know Kansas City doesn't cover. I understand that. But I'm going to play two games together. I'm going to take Kansas City here. Josh? I'll go Packers here. This kind of reminds me when Cooper Rush went in for Dak Prescott, and you kind of had that big inflated line spot. Packers do have a big uh, rest advantage playing Thursday, Chiefs short week, uh, and also getting Devontae Adams back. I don't know what I'm going to get from Love, but I'll take the points here with the Packers, ideally if you found the hook, even better. Okay, Michael, San Francisco's laying three and a half at home hosting Arizona. 
Well, you know, I, I love San Francisco when they were getting points. So I like I like Kyle Shanahan as the dog. I just don't think Kyler Murray is going to play. I think the smart play here is take San Francisco. Okay, Josh. I'm with Michael on this one. You're really getting the worst of it. It's really, you know, getting away from me now. It looks like it may even go to four. But if you got no Kyler Murray and maybe Hopkins is out, uh, I'd lay with San Fran here and probably a money line play earlier before it was closer to a pick em. Speaking of money line, $650,000 money line play on the Rams at BetMGM. We're not talking money line. We're talking the Rams laying seven and a half here, Michael. I'm going to lay it. I, I had this number 762. That's with Henry's numbers in it. Now without Henry, I think that would be a double. I think they're going to win. I think the Rams will play well. They haven't played as well at home lately. Remember, Detroit went in there, gave them a hard game. I like the Rams here. Josh? I think Michael made a really good point earlier in the show. If you like Kansas City, you probably like the Rams. But on the flip side, you like Green Bay, you probably like Tennessee. I'm going to take these inflated dogs. I'll take Tennessee plus 7.5. I know Derrick Henry's gone, but uh, Tannehill, can he put up some points? I think he can. I'll take the hook there. I think this closes at 7. Okay, quickly on this one, we'll talk about it tomorrow. Chicago at Pittsburgh. Michael, Pittsburgh's lane 6.5. Our bad lines don't travel. Chicago's one of the worst lines in football. They can't run the ball in this game against Pittsburgh. I'll take Pittsburgh and lay the points. Josh? Love these primetime dogs, but I can't trust Justin Fields on the road. I'll lay with the Steelers. That's a tease down to a half point. And then also, guys, under, 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 40 down to 39. Could have a low-scoring game here. Let's see. Did we forget anything? I don't think. Oh! <laughs> oh, we forgot the Gratitude Bowl. The Lombardi New, Bowl. New yeah. England at Carolina. New England is laying three and a hook. Three and a hook here, Michael. You know, I, 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 I don't have a play in this game, Patrick. I really don't. I don't know who's going to. I don't know enough about both teams to really comment and be articulate enough to make a decision. I, I just didn't prepare well enough. I apologize. I just I'm going to pass. Well played. Well played, Michael. Well played. Uh, Josh, your thoughts. Do yourself a favor. Uh, see a tweet. Belichick arriving to the stadium today. He's got his uh, his his, his uh, sweatpants rolled up. He's got a cutoff. He's like peak mode. This is how Lombardi shows up to Lombardi line and his sweats like Belichick today. Michael, we can money line the Pats. We can get uh, the Panthers to cover the three and a half. We can play it both ways. I would see if I can get a, a minus three. It looks like it may trend down. I'll go Patriots here, non-conference favorite on the road. Okay, the floor is yours, Michael. Forty seconds left in the Lombardi line. What are your thoughts as we say goodbye? Well, you know, I, I, to me as a father, and you have two young sons that followed your career, and you're proud of them. I'm, I'm Millie and I were filled with gratitude about it because I mean they have their own families, they have their own lives, and they're both doing really well. I mean, nothing that can happen today can offset that. And the beautiful families that they built have made my life enriched and i appreciate them all okay seriously should i lay the three no i'm just playing (laughs) (laughs) michael's plays of course cleveland atlanta and denver a three official place michael enjoy it thank you josh thank you femi's coming up next with the zigazoo has made me zigzag what i mean by that is i swore i would never let my kids on social media but now i'm setting them loose on zigazoo Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. 
Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 